Welcome to the Understanding Society podcast series. In today's podcast, Professor Adeline de Lavande from the Institute for Social and Economic Research talks about her research on misperceptions about the financial payoffs of getting a university degree. Higher education um, is a priority in UK government policy, but access to university is still unequal, with well-off families being very strongly overrepresented among university students. And there are several explanations that could rationalize why many young individuals from lower socioeconomic backgrounds uh, do not go to university. So one reason may be related to financial constraints and the cost involved with going to university. But another explanation could be more related to information, for example, and the fact that young people from less well-off backgrounds expect lower returns to a university degree, for example, in terms of their future earnings. This was something you wanted to um, take a look at, obviously. How did you go about that? And tell us about the data that you used. The main issue is that with typical uh, data that uh, are available, we don't really know what are people's perception and expectation. And if we don't know their perception and their expectation, it's not possible to distinguish these various explanations, whether it's related to financial constraint, for example, or whether it's related to their information and their perception of the returns to a degree. So what we did is to design a, a new questionnaire, and this is done with my collaborator Bazit Zafar from the New York Fed, um, we designed a new questionnaire asking young people and their parents about their expectations related to higher education outcomes. For example, about uh, the chances on a scale from 0 to 100 of applying to university, the chances of having a job at age 30 if they have a university degree and if they do not have a university degree, and also, for example, how much they would earn if they have a university degree and if they do not have a university degree. And and we were able to fill this questionnaire um, in the Innovation Panel of Understanding Society, which is a panel of 1,500 households used by researchers to test either new survey questions, survey design, or new areas of substantive research, which was our case. And so what we ended up doing is interviewing young people aged 16 to 21, and parents of children aged 10 to 21 were asked about their expectation of their eldest child. Let's move on now then to what you actually found because it was very interesting. So the first clear finding is a difference in aspiration by socioeconomic status. On average, parents from high income households believe that there is a 74% chance that their child would apply to university if they have the required qualification compared to only 67% for parents from low income households. Um, and we see the same thing if we look at young people's intention to apply. And so Something that is interesting is that this gap in intention to apply reduces by half when participants are asked about intention to apply in the hypothetical situation that all costs would be paid out of scholarship. So there is no money that it would have to put in to go to university. And so this suggests that financial constraints are playing a role for this difference in aspiration by income, but they're not the whole story. So there there is more that we need to find out why there are differences in application. Um, another important finding that we find is, is that parents from poorer background believe that the financial return of getting a degree is less than those from wealthier backgrounds. 
And so that was, you know, we didn't know, and that was quite uh, an interesting finding. And high-income parents, for example, expect their children at age 30 to be earning nearly 15,000 pounds more a year if they have a degree compared to not having a degree, uh, while poorer parents put the figure at less than 12,000 pounds. So that's quite um, a difference. So were you able to establish then why this was happening, why this was the case? What we wanted to tell is whether people really have uh, misperception and incorrect information. The figure I just talked about asks about what would happen to the children in the future. So it's prospective and we can't tell who is right or who is wrong. But what we also did is ask people uh, their belief about what an average 30-year-old currently earns and then we can compare this to actual earnings of an average 30-year-old. And what we find is that more than half of the parents underestimate the returns to a university degree, uh, with only about 10% getting it about right. And this difference is actually true regardless of income. So there we don't really find, um, uh, you know, difference in the misperception. But, you know, this is relevant. So one thing that is important is that there are this misperception. So there is room for police intervention to provide parents and youth with objective information about the re returns to a university degree in order to allow households to make more informed decisions regarding uh, education and potentially increase participation in higher education. But what we also find um, is that these expectations seem to matter for the decision to go to university. So those who underestimate the returns to a degree report that their children are less likely to apply than those who overestimate the returns to a degree. And in general, those who expect a higher return also report a higher chance of applying. And did your analysis then enable you to, to come to any conclusions about what policymakers might um, need to think about in order to address some of these uh, issues? Since both expected monetary returns and the exp uh, application intention differ by socioeconomic group, we could also expect maybe that an information campaign could have the potential to reduce the gap in educational attainment by socioeconomic groups. How robust would you be able to say these findings are, Adeline? Our sample is quite small. So we had about 300 parents and about 100 children. So before you know, making a policy recommendation, there are two things that are important to establish. The first one is that we would need data from larger samples and conduct you know, more analysis to establish that this fact holds um, in a large group. And the other thing that is very important and where research is still um, very green, is to know how people actually process the information that we give them. So, you know, if we tell people this is the returns of a university degree, will they actually integrate it? Will they believe that this will apply to their children? Um, and so that's another area of research which is important before recommending this type of uh, policy intervention and information campaign. And is this something that, that you and colleagues are, are planning to take forward? Yeah, so actually we did, as part of the, um, this uh, innovation panel and the current wave that we've been doing, what we have done is um, at the end of the wave that we have filled it, we selected randomly half of the respondents, children and parents, and gave them information about uh, the returns to a degree. So what we provided with them is the earnings for male and female of um, people who currently do not have a degree or people who have a degree across across different fields of topics of study, because actually quite a, a 
uh, difference in earning if you study medicine or if you study uh, sociology, for example. Uh, and so what we will do is come back next year. Well, this has actually been filled, but we don't have the data yet, uh, and see whether this provision of information had any impact on people's perception about the regions to a degree and also uh, on their intentions to apply to university. Subjective expectations about the returns to schooling and the decision to go to university is researched by Professor Adeline Delavande from ISA and Basit Zafar from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York.